What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Dreamer Cigars Podcast. As always, I am your host, Adam Gard, aka AG the Dreamer. <laughs> and I am your co-host, Logan Hamilton, aka Hambone. And for our second episode, we have, or it's not our second, second episode, episode with him. Second episode with him, Michael Danahy. Welcome back, man. Eh, eh, I'm back. He was waiting to do that. He, he, had that he was waiting this whole Since time the day to we do scheduled that. Yeah, oh like legit. I really did. I'm not even, I'm not even <laughs> sure wow. it. I really oh did. I've been well, excited. I've been excited. It's, it's like, uh, I feel like this is a rite of passage. I mean, there have been episodes where you've had two parters, but may I, am I the first person to come on as a second guest? Is that you correct? Are the you are the second. Third. No! Third. third no! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's what? the third. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, man. We're done. I'm going to see you guys later. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, we did it with Jedediah, and he had a double episode the same night. So, well, this okay. is not, you know. And his beard is pretty solid. So, <laughs> I, I, trim, so makes I, sense. I trimmed up this morning. <laughs> I looked so a little beard homeless. That was beard game strong. The beard matters how often you come on the Dreamer Cigars podcast. Well, we're like the same height. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. And it, like, beard is one of the things He's we got going every for us. part. Anyways, um, let's, well, let's, let's talk about dive into it. Why, why are we here today? Yeah. All right, Dreamers, we are here for a big reason. I'm super pumped. Let's take over, dude. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, hey, I'm a hey, fan of the show. He's a co ho host. I'm the co <laughs> I'm the ho ho. Hey, it's Christmas time. The ho ho host. Ho ho host. There it is. There you go. Um, so, Red Hair Brewing and Distilling, uh, my lovely employer, has officially come out with our first barrel-aged rum. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, ooh. And the crowd goes wild. I know. So last time I was on the show, I got to come here and talk about beer. And this time we get to talk about some spirits. We got a little bit more yeah. fun things to talk about. I'm super pumped. But I don't know about you, gentlemen. I'm a little thirsty. I'm very would thirsty. You agree? Let's pour this thing. Let's right. pour this bad baby It would up. be rude yes. of me to pour my own first, so... Hambone, oh, will you do the honors? Will you pop that bad boy? I believe I'm the thirstiest. Pop in the cork. I so. like it. I like it. Oh, wait, wait. Lift it up to the mic <clears throat> so you get the sound effect. Ah. Uh, ready? Ooh. <laughs> I could know that. John, you got to make sure. Ah. Uh, uh, no, 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 uh, no, first time's a charm. All right. Go ahead and pour that bad baby up. While we're pouring this up, let's talk about the cigar we will also be having with this because it's important, guys. This uh, rum is a newer rum it's not like super aged like 10 years or anything. how long has it been in age yeah so this is a young buddy um but it's you know it's one of those deals where we knew we wanted to have a barrel aged rum come out quickly um okay. so this bad boy it's a blended rum so the oldest rum in this blend is gonna be a year old okay uh, yeah uh, is this the first that red hairs this is yeah this is our first barrel aged dark liquor anything like that um this this is it so okay we're excited let's yeah. cheers it up well Absolutely, let's cheers gentlemen. it up Thanks Before for having us here. Before we have here. a little taste of the cigar, we got to taste it straight. Salute. Hmm. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Okay, to our audience getting... and anyone listening, go to Red Hair or go to <laughs> where Where else can they get this wrong? No, this is actually, amazing. Yes. Is so actually, it's just Red Hair right now. Mm. Um, okay. So gentlemen, I don't. It's fantastic. I don't. I don't. I don't mean I'm to excited. make you feel too excited, but. You're drinking bottle 126 out of 146. So this is extremely limited. Ooh. Wow. As of the time of this recording, today's December 13th, I think. Something like that. 15th. 15th. Yep. 15th. 10 days till Christmas. Right, so we have about have we have about I got the chain links, you know, the paper links. Uh -huh. Till days till Christmas. Oh wow, you're just really, really excited, 10. right? No, I'm just kidding. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's folks. coming. <laughs> 10 a.m. We have about 50 bottles left. 
in inventory. So come get them. Yeah, if you want them, now's the time to come get them. And you guys got one of the fifty. I saved it for you. That's amazing. You're you're so good to us. Well, I like you guys. So absolutely. So which which uh, red hair though? Can All right, yeah, so that? you can find it at either of our locations in Marietta, Georgia. Um, yeah. We've got uh, the Still on the Square, which is our uh, more distillery-focused location. That's in downtown Marietta. Um, we've also got our original location at 1998 Delk Industrial Boulevard. Um, that's the original brewery, and uh, we do our distilling there, too. So um, they've got some fun... Uh, well, yeah, I need, oh, check it out, guys. <laughs> this, uh, this is my uh, wedding gift to myself. Ooh. He's got a right. clean line. With the initials with on the initials. it. Well, I got all the groomsmen one. And monogram. I, no, that'd be a little much. <laughs> I got all the groomsmen one, and I was like, I'm not just going to gift them one. I need one, too. But I'm a punch guy. Understand and this bad boy You're a punch comes guy, with huh? in there. A little built-in cut. Love that. A little built-in okay, punch. Yeah. So I'm going to punch like this that. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a V-cut guy. V-cut. I should have done a straight cut so we could have tried all different types of the cigar we're having today with this fantastic what, what rum. What cigar are we having? We're having the Undercrown Shade from Drew Estate. And a little fun fact about this cigar, if you don't know about it. So the legal line from Drew Estate actually came from the rollers themselves. Because they were, um, Drew Estate was producing so many cigars and the rollers, you know, in the factory, they like to go ahead and, you know, roll their own little cigars out of you know the scraps and stuff and smoke them while they're rolling and they invented the ligas that way oh so the whole legal line was invented that way and then what happened was the the owners and everything were like uh no those are really good you gotta stop smoking those because you're gonna roll them really like so the rollers invented the legal line and then he said i'm gonna challenge you go ahead with the these now liga scraps make another one and that's how Undercrown came about. I kind of love so that. So the it's rollers like, like, like are really... It, it's like your blue collar smoke, almost, right? Like <laughs> Honestly, it's like in, from the ground up, right? Like, when, when, like you, when you look at the description of this cigar, they literally call it the blue collar League of Nine. No. no I swear to... I did, not, I did not know that. It. I swear to God. No, I swear. No, I didn't know. Dude, you're spot on with that. So we're going we're gonna to light this thing up. Well, on the cold draw, though. Okay. Real quick. I know you're going to get into the notes and... Binder filler wrapper, but the cold draw, I'm getting a lot of wood. Really? A tiny, tiny bit of sweet. Mm. It's almost like a, a mix between a sweet and a tart, but it's... I think it's, it's dried fruit. That's what I get. You think so? Yeah. Like, I really like that. Yeah. No, you know, cold draw. I gotta, I gotta say something. When people say dried fruit... It's a buzzword in the in the... In the craft alcohol world, I feel like we use it as an I think excuse of raisins to say. when I hear dried fruit. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, Dried there's a lot grapes. of different fruits out there, so you can't just like, like, okay, I'm tasting dried banana, or I'm I'm tasting dried orange. That's a good point. There are like, a lot that's of a different big types. Taste difference. Well, okay, but you also have to remember he's talking sweetness, right? And are there not a bunch of different kinds of sweetness? So, Ooh, okay. like, I would counter argue with that that there's similar characteristics in you know, dried apricots, dried banana, dried, you know, you're talking about raisins. It's true. Well, at the end of the day, I got bad news because that's not in the tasting notes. So <laughs> well, it, was on the, it was on the cold draw. No, different. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. So this cigar is a Toro size. So it's a, you know, the same length as you'd normally see. Honestly, Toro is probably your average cigar um, for people out there that smoke, you know, just occasionally. Um, but we are going to have an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, given the light shade, hence the name 
Underground Shade, and then a Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. Tasting notes being toast, nuts, spice, and creaminess. I gotta say though, the spice, I'm calling BS on that one. Mm, I'm not getting any spice. I don't taste much spice. It's so smooth though. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, the thing I do get is creaminess. Creaminess, yep. It's extremely smooth. Yep, Mm. I taste that too. This is a Michael Danahy cigar. Um, this This is like, what I naturally gravitate to. Yeah. And I know that's a little vanilla of me, but sometimes <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm just, I'll, I'll say it, but some, it's, yes. it's I, lo- I love calling people vanilla. No, no, I mean, I know, like, I mean, yeah, I can, I can do some more like darker cigars, but I don't know. This one just, I think what I like about this type of cigar is that you can have it at any time of the day mm-hmm. and I don't have to feel bad about Good it. Good point. Absolutely. Good point. I like it. A lot of people would call this a breakfast cigar. Yeah. Well, um, remind us, Michael, who you are and what you do. Oh, yeah. I guess I should introduce myself. Um, So my name is Michael Danahy. I am the senior marketing manager for Red Hair Brewing and Distilling, uh, located. Yeah, yeah. everybody hears the I word. I think I did that last no, time. No, it's too. so funny. Everybody hears the word senior, and they're like, and I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're damn right. You're that's damn exactly right. what you should do when I say that. <laughs> But I'm the senior marketing manager from Red Hair Brewing and Distilling. Um, I, it came up on the podcast last time, but it's part of who I am. I'm a very proud Kentuckian, too, um, which I'll be able to tie that in a little bit more when we start talking about this Roman detail. Ooh, I, I'm, okay. not just, I'm not just mm. dropping the old Commonwealth for no apparent reason. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I'm a, I'm a cigar guy. Uh, I guess you could still call me somewhat novice in in my cigar experience but i'm moving into what do you call in between a novice I mean, and like a aficionado a, 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 what, what's the middle ground you're an apprentice I yeah like you're, i'm a trainee you're, you're yeah. an apprentice of the dreamer cigars regimen. yeah and i'm a huge dreamer i love this podcast i love the two of these guys and they're awesome lot. so um and yeah and so red hair we um we're a craft brewery um, one of the oldest in the state of georgia and about a year and oh gosh almost a it's almost a year and a half ago now. We started our distilling venture, uh, and we are excited. We just came out literally like in the last two weeks with this um, barrel-aged rum. So this is our first barrel-aged product out of the out of the distilling side of things, Which and is so good. I was oh, going to say, let's, okay. let's so good. I was like, I'm glad you're. Ga- I, I was like, are they gassing me up? And I'm like, no, nah, I think they mean it. <laughs> no, dude, I've got a lot of different types of rum. And this tops most. It is a real rum, like, it, and that's I don't mean that in like a no, mean no, no, way. You're good. But like, you know, it's it's very very young yes. compared to a lot of rums. Your typical average well, rums. I mean, it's like, not going to be like we didn't intend for this product to be like a Zacapa, right? Right. It's not going to be a situation where it's been aged for ten years or anything like. But right. what we wanted this to be, uh, and actually, I think it's it's well written on the back of here. The back of the bottle says. This blended rum has delicious notes of vanilla and caramel from the fresh charred oak casks and bourbon barrels in which it was rested. Dedicated to those who have supported us along the way, this spirit was constructed to be enjoyed amongst friends. So, so far, so good. Bingo. Uh, as our inaugural age distillate and a nod to what's to come, this rum is a true example that good things come to those who wait. So it's meant to kind Ooh. of be... That's that's well, my kind of rum, glass, dude. Yeah, that's my kind of rum. That's hard Thank you. Raise your glass yeah. Thank you. Nice. Now, yeah, now yeah. let me ask you this: as the senior marketing manager, did did you um write that? I, I did write that. I, I, I wasn't gonna is. say it. I didn't want to 
gonna be no. like, oh my god! <laughs> I didn't want to call on that. I didn't want to like it make it all about me. Like something he would write. Well, yeah. it, it is well written. Thank you. Thank it really you. is well written. Yeah. Well, and and the thing is, I when writing that, I tried to truly encapsulate what this rum means to red hair and what we feel like it hopefully will mean to people who have been fans of our brand. You know, we've been a brewery now for 10 years and uh, we've been a distillery for basically a year. And I think that it's just been such an exciting venture, the whole spirits operation. Um, You know, I can make a mojito with my eyes closed now um, in the terms of, should have had a mojito. Ugh. I'd like to I'm see that. Well, later. Like, you, you may be the first guy. trifecta on the. Oh, we'll, we'll see. Oh. Yeah, we'll see. One more episode Uh-oh. in the same season, nonetheless. My God. <laughs> we have to do a blindfold competition with making drinks. That would actually, actually be really cool. cool. That would be a really, that is a really good bit. Ba- uh, you should tell your producer to table that thought. That's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of our producer, doesn't he work with you? John does work with me. So, listeners, if you haven't heard them make fun of uh, producer John, uh, near and dear to my heart, great guy. and uh, Also a peon. Also a bit of, you know, he had, yeah, I mean, I was trying to be nice. I feel like all of these episodes. Oh, man, I'm glad you said something out of it. But no, John's a good we guy. Love John. John is, uh, ha- has been a bartender at Red Hair now for Shoot, over two years? Which means, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you hear bartender, it's like, oh, nice. But, like, you know, at a brewery, it's like, oh, you can pour a mean draft. Well, that's what it meant <laughs> up until a year ago oh, when bingo, we started right. making spirits. Understandable. So I've seen John make it a, a mojito. <laughs> Sorry, John. I'll just pour a mean draft beer, dude. <laughs> no foam, man. That's a lot of skill. A lot that's of skill. actually really funny. It's all the flick of the wrist. Never thought about that before. <laughs> Or a mean drink. Um, okay, so I have a request. I have a cigar request. Okay, All right. um, let's do it. In addition to having been a guest on the show, I've now, be- I mean, I-, I was already a fan of you guys. I'm a fan of the show. I've, I've listened to other episodes. Love that. And I've been told that our boy Logan had a bit of a tough day at work. Oh, and so okay. I'm gonna make things a little tougher. And Logan, will you retrohale this oh cigar? Oh my god! <laughs> I love it. Wait, wait. I'm going to twist this. Guys. I'm, hey, I'm going to be your friend here, Hambone. Um, only if you do. Okay. But well, you're going to have to kind of walk me through it. Because, again, not not, got quite, you. not quite novice, Dude. but not quite aficionado. Oh, so have you ever not. tried to retrohale? I think I've tried, but I don't know if I'm doing it right because I tried by myself when I was listening to the Jedediah episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's better when you're alone, right, Luke? Yeah, it's much better when you're alone. <laughs> Yeah. You don't practice it when you're but alone. I also don't, don't practice it when I'm alone. <laughs> but I also, don't, I also right. don't think when I did it, I don't think I cried as much as he did. <laughs> I was sweating out of my eyes. I love it. All right, it. so walk me, walk, walk oh, me okay. one, one oh more time on what I'm doing here. I can't believe you you brought that up and are making me nervous. I was really hoping he was going there, too. I, I, I've done this on so many you. episodes now. You should I feel be like good it, at it. it should just come up on every episode Well, I think now. it's going to just... It's and a permanent segment. A it's no a permanent segment. No There's, tradition. We're getting the, close to the, the midway lower, point. In the lower, I was going to say, in the lower bone. third, it's going to pop up right now. That's It's like it's like <laughs> retro hail moments. Yeah, bingo. I love that. John's going to cue it up. Retro All right. Hail. So retro hailing. Okay. For the audience, if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, make sure you go back and listen to episode eight with Jedediah. Is it eight or 8.5 that it pops up? I'm I not believe sure. it's episode eight. Eight, eight, yeah. eight, it pops up. So if you want to see Hambo and Cry, that's a good episode. Watch it. It's a good one. Um, but also, it's a good, it's a, it's a good it, Jedediah teaches it really well, the retro hail. Yeah, he does. And the retro hail is essentially you're blowing the smoke out of your nose without inhaling into your lungs. 
Um, but it's really how you truly taste a cigar. Mm. And this is how the master blenders do it. All the above. That's how they get the flavor. So, Michael. Okay. When you're retrohaling, it is important not to, you know, take like a big breath in because you're going to want to inhale. Right. Inhale right. oxygen or inhale like. Right. You're going to want to inhale. So if or sorry, you want to inhale. And then do it because you I, won't want remember, to inhale. If you I exhale, remember Jedediah talking about something yeah. with the tongue. I was backwards. Or, or do I do something Sorry. with my do I do something with my tongue? I remember you raise Jedediah. the tongue to the top of your mouth. But okay. really, it's so yeah. is it just like this? Oh, oh, he's he's just going in. Oh, that was clean. Like a pro, dude. Did it burn? I mean, it tingled a little, but he, he has done this many times before. Okay, now my eyes are feeling a little tingly. Let me try it again. I feel like what it's I probably, got a I huge can, puff. They, they said well, to puff it a couple times. Well, here's, here's the problem. And then do it. Well, it was. Eh. Dang. That's pretty good. That it was does, really good. I mean, it, it does. It does burn. But here's what he that did really different good. than what you did in the beginning. As a beginner, like if you're trying to retrohale in the beginning, it's really important to let the initial smoke out because that's the heat of the smoke. And you do let it out, which is good. Because okay. if you wouldn't have. <laughs> it would have been hot, which is yeah. exactly what well, he did his I first do, time. I will say, I feel almost like a tingle around my body a little bit. Like, I I, I understand. That's not the cigar. <laughs> That's just the what? company. It's, it's the rum. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Oh, the rum. Okay. I don't know what Adam was thinking, but it was the rum. Not sure. All right, here we go. All right, he's doing it. No, see, you look like you're trying to French inhale. You're this is to- You're not. Listen he's to what he's I'm trying. What are he's you trying? doing? I'm trying. He's scared to really go after it. No. Nothing. Are you moving the tongue? Well, raise your tongue to the roof of your mouth. I think the tongue... Honestly, you're moving the smoke up through your nasal cavity, probably. You got a little bit there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all right. So I guess what I'm hearing, listeners, is that I can (laughs) retrohale better than Hambone. It's true. I'm not ashamed because retrohaling is... Sucks. (laughs) Sucks. <laughs> but you do get the full taste. I got to say, the first time that I did it, um, you know, when I fully uh, cried, was actually I got the most taste out of a cigar I've ever had. Yeah. Mm. Even more than an espresso martini. You know what You know what might change the taste of this rum, too? Which Hambone may need a little bit more. Well, we got, we got so, plenty. So you may need a little refill. Like I said, he's, bottle, he's, bottle I like, 126. Actually, I appreciate that. Look at, he's, try, he's challenging no, himself he's trying, here. I, I'll give it to him. Raise you know what smoke. I re- you know what I reckon? Are you oh geez, sorry. Are you inhaling oxygen before you pull, before you take a drag? Because that Inhale. would allow because yeah. that would allow the smoke to just truly sit. I don't, okay, I really do sound like I kind of know what I'm talking about. I don't, but it's just quoting Jedediah. I listened to the podcast. I think you're letting too much smoke out. Oh, in the oh we got it. It was a little bit. There was a little. That's you're letting good. too much smoke out in the beginning because you don't want it to be hot. That's good enough for the folks at home who literally can't see us right now. So <laughs> What's up guys? We want to talk to you guys about ATL Cigar Co. Guys, Janelle, Peter, Leroy, they are amazing. We had them on one of our podcasts and we could not say good enough things about these people. They started the ATL Cigar Co and it is just absolutely booming. So make sure you check them out. And huge shout out to the Magic, their new cigar. Everyone who's had it, including us, think it's absolutely incredible. Great taste, a smooth draw. Wonderful cigar, so check out their new cigar, Magic. 100%, Logan, that's exactly right. 
I mean, Atlanta is the city, right? But it is. ATL is the culture, and they've captured it in the magic. So make sure you're checking it out. And we're back. Hey! Well, no, we're back. I mean, you know, we, you know, we, we're we gonna do this thing, this podcast. That's how you started talking just now. You did kind of sound like you were trying to go into an Italian I bit. <laughs> I did, or he did. You both, you kind of both. I think I'm realizing. Hey, that. we're back, and we're gonna get. So we're gonna make it a podcast, it's and we're back. back. <laughs> okay, let's get back. I'm into gonna it. ash my cigar before yeah. I'm an asshole. So I had to get rid of my ash real quick, just mm-hmm. so the audience knows that little that little gap there. I had to get rid of my ash because I really don't want to be an asshole. I, I was an asshole on the last podcast with Rick, which Ooh. technically you guys will see that maybe in a different order than, you know, this one. But it's it's important to me not to be an asshole. I have to admit, it's it's something that, like, I don't like, I like holding a good ash, right? I like looking at the construction of the cigar, all that sort of stuff. But I don't like being an asshole because, you know, I don't know, like... This is Cutters. It's kind of like my second home. It's and just not the type of guy you are, Adam. Yeah. Can Some I, people like to be an asshole because they're like, look, I'm going to hold this ash till it falls. Well, and I, I have a hot this butt opinion. Who's, like, who's that, Peter? I don't see... I mean, I get it. Construction, okay. Yeah. Understandable. But I don't know. Like, I don't really enjoy having a big ash on my cigar. I feel like... like I feel like it... It allow it stops like it makes it harder for oxygen to pull through when I'm trying to like take a drag off the cigar. The bigger the ash becomes, mm-hmm. and like yeah, it looks kind of cool like for a photo op. You know, if I'm gonna do it right. for the gram, right, right, right go. about here is cool. But, but but you can appreciate. Look at that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's very well constructed. There, there's uh, some uh, there's yeah. some inconsistencies in that, but the, the the real like impressiveness is when you smoke. Like go ahead and smoke like a really boutique cigar. And then nothing against boutique cigar brands, but do that and then go smoke a Davidoff. There is a level of quality that is incredible that you can tell in the ash. It's it's super impressive, the yeah. difference. Like, and this Drew State, I gotta give him a lot of props. This was a really good looking ash, but and, and not to say the boutiques can't have that, but it's less consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah, the the bigger true. the brand you go, you know, the higher the higher you pay on a cigar is usually you're paying for the consistency. Which it's you not said that's gonna be a it's, bad draw. It's filler it's, tobacco. That's what's making it the, the construction. The whole wise. thing. Yeah. The whole thing. Binder wrapper filler. It's the entire construction. If they wrap the wrapper too tight, it'll be a bad draw and it'll burn uneven. If the we learned this with ATL Cigar Co. Here's a little uh, cigar vocabulary for you. Estrajado. Ooh. It's it's a accordion style of folding the filler, and if they do it that way, it's supposed to correct itself even if it starts to burn unevenly. If you lit it uneven, it'll even itself out eventually. That's why when I smoke a cigar, every time I look at the end of it to see if it's accordion estrajado, you can tell before you light it. You or? can look at it and tell. Typically, yep. Yep. Oh, that's very before cool. Before you light it, it won't really be on the cut, but you'll be able to see it on the end you light on right. in the foot. So. Well, Hambone, I think we actually have some questions. Well, actually, before I get into that, um, I need a little bit more of that. But also, let's talk about the pairing. We haven't talked about the pairing with this cigar, with this fantastic rum. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Sound bite in three, two. I think uh, here. Little, little John might be able to work time. Uh, time. As John finishes his drink, he might be able to work with the sound of John. Sound bite in three, two. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Just add in the sound effect. Exactly. He's going to add those old school boom pow. 
It's like exploding bottle. Uh, yeah. So what are you guys? What are you guys getting from the 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 pairing? The I'm cigars to drink. Well, when we were talking about what cigars to go with on so this podcast good. earlier, um, one of the things I specifically mentioned to Adam is that, you know, I I really like this rum. I think it's really tasty. Um, and we and as I mentioned earlier, it's a nod of things to come. Uh, it is still um, a little more on the younger side. It's you know it's 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 one of those ones that's going to give you some nice flavors. But I didn't want a cigar that was deep and heavy for this for this pairing because I think it would overpower the drink and you wouldn't be able to get to enjoy it. And you're it absolutely right about that. Guys, if you are trying to do a little pairing at home or you're at a cigar bar and you want to try, you know, you don't want to just go smoke your cigar and have a water. You want to have a little drink, a little spirit, whatever it is. You know, whatever your choice of, you know, spirit, whatever your choice of cigar, pick something that's even. So if you really... You know, if we wanted to get this flavor out of the rum, you're exactly right. If we would have tasted a heavy Maduro, you know, a heavy LFD or something like that, then we would have, it would have overpowered it and we wouldn't have been able to get the taste out. But I think this pairs really, really well with this mm-hmm. cigar. And I'm getting heavy creaminess. I was just going to say that. A little, honestly, not toast, but like, and this may sound pretentious, bread. Not Toasted bread, just normal bread. No, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like that's more like a, a little wheat, like a graininess. Yes, a graininess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's a beer like term. The, there you go. Yeah. Well, my whole world <laughs> is designed around beer terms so many times. Just around too I much talk grain. To, just wait. I'll say the word stone fruit, and we might as well just bounce out of here. Like stone. All right, oh. we're gone. <laughs> so stone. You fruit, got the podcast. Yeah, stone fruit <laughs> in the beer world is is a term that a lot of times we'll use when they're talking about things like. Um, like you can have stone fruit sometimes mm. in IPAs, I guess. You could have stone fruits in like stone fruit. Yeah, but I don't think, think I've ever heard of think that. Think about like is okay. it an actual fruit or is it yeah, a flavor? It is a term. Refer- Remember when you were saying that dried fruit was too generic? Yeah. Stone fruits one step under that of being generic in under. some way. Gotcha. Like it's like uh, uh stone fruit means a fruit with a pit. Peachiness. Oh, okay. Or I mean the stone. Um, that makes sense. Melon. Uh, melon doesn't have a pit. Well and <laughs> mango. <laughs> mango. Yeah, you get it a lot in IPA. And we can also <laughs> get it. change the flavor of this rum by smoking it. Which and you're going to have to teach me to do. I have not. Awesome. I don't have that. Well, we're going we're to teach have, him today. Hambone and I both know how to do So it's real, real easy. Hambone can narrate while I'm going. So Yes. So <laughs> he's going out of the Yeah, so you just get a couple puffs, a lot of smoke, and you just let it fall out of your mouth on the edge of your glass like Adam's doing right now. You tilt it a little bit. You just let it fall. And then let it go. And it just sits there. It just looks on its so own. cool. And let it it just sits there on its own. And it actually tastes or it changes the, change taste the taste of any uh, drink. Of the drink. And when you if you were to do that and then a second or two later you take a sip, you will notice that. Okay, so you just did it. Yep. Hambone, why don't you and I taste it without smoking it? Okay. Because I think yeah. I think his palate's probably nuked. <laughs> and then why don't we try and see how how it goes? Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. That's a good idea. And really, guys, you can do this with almost any drink because if you smoke, like think about smoking a food, it tastes different. Smoked wings taste dif- different than normal wings. A drink is absolutely the same. And, you know, you don't need those fancy domes and all to smoke your drink. You really, all you need is a good cigar. So, yeah, that's really what it is. So, Very true. ooh, yeah, you got a little spooky. Oh, I did it. It's like a Halloween movie. Yeah. <laughs> wait, so do I drink it while the smoke's in there or do I wait? Uh, blow it out a little bit and drink it. Go ahead, take take a take a swig. There's air coming from the air. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, oh, Hambone wow. has left the building. It works. <laughs> He's left the building. Like, 
I don't know where he's at, but he's left the building. I don't know I said look that until I though. said it. You said you don't want to be in Asheville. You don't want to hold the ash, but look at you holding well, the ash. Well, I mean, careful. I mean, delicately. He's like, he's like, oh, you were just talking about like, I don't care about the ash. I don't, but I don't cool. care. I don't care, but. Here, hold I'm on. Gonna, let, me, can, let me just hold this right here in between my two fingers. <laughs> Ooh, but you got a little shiny something there. I do got a little shiny something on the new, old right? ring. A little, uh, little bling bling since the last podcast. Bling bling. Our brother and wonderful guest has been engaged. Do you understand you what happens serious? to a man? Married. And, and then married. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Engaged and married. We can tell out of the three of us who's not engaged. <laughs> yes. I'm kidding. That is true. Not One out of the three. That's not a diss. Is not engaged. Is oh, not guys, we're all three levels of manhood right now. And four. <laughs> we're all. John we're, wants to be appreciated, got, ladies and gentlemen. Married, engaged. And I mean, dating, I, dating, dating, yeah. Dating. In the in, and we have and single. single, John, single. We there do have go. all four. All right, there you go. Our, Ladies, our, John is single. Come on, oh, he's John. coming. He's coming. There he is. Smiling for the fans. Oh, look at him. He's lame. <laughs> Ladies, don't date John. John, you're officially the first producer out of any podcast that I have ever listened to who has made their face known on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was like an unmasking. It yeah, really people, was. people are probably like. Yeah, he's got an episode coming up. We, when we hit a gap, and you know, we don't have anybody better. We need, gonna, some, <laughs> we need some questions for John. We're gonna, John, when we don't have anybody yeah. better. Question one: Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> John's feeling roasted over here. So I think we're just gonna go ahead and get into. We don't have a whole lot, but we're gonna get into a, just a little bit of questions for Michael. Uh, we already asked a lot on the last episode, and yeah. guys, check that out. That was episode I was like what episode was that I was five? probably five? I in the top five it was really I was, early. yeah so five yeah, I'm episode, five. I think it was six or was it six Ooh, I think six. it was six, it was six. Okay, what number are we six. right now what number is this we are on this is, number uh, 17 I thought it was 19 it's 19 19 <laughs> dude we are way ladies past and gentlemen that. we have done a lot of podcasts and we're not even in the 20s and we can't keep track so we appreciate you guys a lot if you because can tell, it's a uh, it's a lot of work. And, it is uh, a lot of work, but we appreciate you guys so much. It's it's been a really fun ride so far, and uh, we're gonna keep going. So, Hambo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss it on to you. Let's ask maybe one or two questions before we get into the uh, band burning questions. Today. That sounds good. Um, so, <clears throat> I had a specific question for you, Michael, um, about red hair specifically. What what is your favorite thing about about working at Red Hair? What like what really does it for you working at Red Hair as a senior marketing manager. as a senior marketing manager? What does it for me? I wish I wore a tie Hair? on this shirt. Just to- <laughs> you know, it's funny, and I will answer your question in a minute. But his comment and then the comment previously about me getting married made me chuckle. So, I'm oh back- yeah, we didn't even talk. Yeah, we're gonna we didn't say time. anything about I'll, I'll backtrack for a half a second. So okay. at my wedding, yeah, uh, my uncle uh, he uh, is slightly immobile so he has to move around like in a a, like electric scooter basically and so you know i mean we had like a like a a black tie optional wedding okay but you know it's a little bit harder for somebody in his situation to like throw on a tux or a suit or whatever absolutely he straight up wore he wore a blazer and a tuxedo t-shirt to my wedding i love that and i, I just thought that. it was so funny because you were talking about wearing a tie but yeah well that, that's awesome i love that that's awesome uh yeah. what do i love about red hair that was like what, why do yeah, i yeah what what do you love most about uh what you do so okay honestly it comes down to people 
And that is a very broad term, but it's applicable to a lot of different things. Uh, the people that work in the industries that I work in um, are fantastic. Also, like you'll learn, I've learned this too, like when you go from um, a great example. Okay, so I actually, before the podcast I recording, I recommended a book to Adam. Um, one of my heroes, the late uh, Anthony Bourdain, uh, his like debut book was called Kitchen Confidential. And a lot of that book talks about what it's like to be in the service industry, what it's like to be in the hospitality industry. And there's like a certain level, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, listeners, but it's the truth. There's a certain level of crap that you kind of have to go 100%. through. 100%. Um, so first off, you learn very quickly that when you uh, work in an industry where you're basically providing a service, which all industries are providing service to other people, but pr providing a consumable service. There's, one that, there's a, I agree with one you. One where there's people taste the product. There's a right? difference. I'm, I'm almost like I'm in hospitality now, which everybody knows, but I've also been a bartender, a bouncer and a server's assistant. It was a really fancy bar. So they needed two, I guess to serve. They call that barbacks. <laughs> well, no, I, I literally was like, it was a really, really high end restaurant. It was really high end. The steaks are like 80 bucks. So it was cool. But like I, yeah, I wish I was yeah. got the time. I feel like I need to wear a tie to this podcast. That too. was absolutely a tie occasion. And it was <laughs> funny because my shirt was too wrinkled one day and they sent me home. And that was his last day in the in the <laughs> service industry. It was the day before the last day. <laughs> well, the reason oh I bring it up anyway, totally the, re the reason I bring yeah. that up though is, is, is first off, you learn how to work with people whose primary goal generally is making other people happy. And I love that because I, you know, in some ways people make it seem as if being a people pleaser is a negative connotation. I feel the absolute opposite. That's awesome. Um, I love entertaining. I love making people feel like they are a guest. And so um, in this realm, whether you're like, whether I'm entertaining somebody over a brand new barrel aged rum, or I'm like, you know what? Somebody walks in and they say, hey, I only drink, insert macro name of a domestic beer made in the United States that rhymes with Ud, Iser, or Iller, Eit. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I have what? no idea. I can't put those together. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm like, okay, well, I've got... I've got a beer that'll work for you. It's it's working with it's working with the guests to make sure that they feel appreciated and make sure that they feel like someone gives a, a gives a damn about why they're there. Absolutely. That's reason one of that. people. That's awesome. And then the second really reason cool. being is the kind of people that you get to meet in this business on all walks of life, whether it's who you're working with, whether yep. it's business to business type stuff when you go and try and have somebody carry your product inside of their establishment. Or it's the person who walks up to the bar and is like, yeah, I'm in here from out of town. I'm in Atlanta for literally 48 hours and I picked your place to come and hang out. What can you tell me about being here? Like, tell me your life story in 30 minutes. You know, like you get to learn a lot about people. And I feel like that's also why I like cigars, because you get to have really cool conversations over a cigar, just like you get to have really cool conversations over a drink. True. Yeah, absolutely. Well, True. that was that was kind of one of our questions today. Like yeah. what? What, you know, you know, we talk about cigars so often in this, you know, podcast. We Isn't talk that the about, entire point of the podcast? Exactly. It's, <laughs> well, well, there's half and half. I'm just there's, kidding. There's dreamer I'm just side. Kidding. You are a dreamer. It's We've not established dreamer cigars, that. A dreamer talking. Um, which, before I get into my next thing, let's go ahead and say, if you type in the word dreamer on a specific place, 
Uh, it gets you a certain discount. Yes. Okay. That's what I've heard. I think I can jump I in. That too. I can jump in and help right. you with that. Yeah, I don't even know where. If you, dreamers, are in the Atlanta area, um, I would love personally, because I will literally be emceeing the event, to invite you to uh, the very first New Year's Eve party at Red Hair, the Still on the Square, which is our location in downtown Marietta. It's a pretty exclusive event. There's literally only 100 tickets. Wow. And we've already got, like... Yeah, I mean, guys, do you, you want to come hang out? Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm being, if, we, yeah, yeah. if you don't have New Year's parties, it'd be super fun. We want <laughs> VIP right now. Well, we have VIP I tickets be available. on the stage. The VIP yeah. tickets, in fact, Smoking include a, a guided tasting of some certain spirits. So I would recommend need, checking it out. We need to, but right now, to Adam's point, if you, go, if you go on Eventbrite right now, and I believe that John's going to put the link into the description of this podcast episode. Yes, if he, he will. doesn't, he's fired from two yeah, jobs. Yeah, if not, we might as well get, yeah, I literally, there's two <laughs> companies that will fire him. Uh, if you don't, That's good. then you're missing out. <laughs> but good. if you go, follow <laughs> that like, link, yes. follow that link, uh, and when you go to check out to buy the tickets to the New Year's Eve party, so again, if you're in Atlanta, check out our New Year's Eve party, and you use the code DREAMER. All caps, D-R-E-A-M-E-R. We'll get you 10% off your tickets. Um, oh, dreamer. Because, yeah. <laughs> D-R-E-A-M-E-R. <laughs> but, you know. I love how he said that. Just as a, as a, as a nod to the, to the folks that uh, are good, you know, we like, we like good people. And I Absolutely. feel like if you're a fan of this podcast, if you're a fan um, of Adam and Hambone, then you're good people and, like, you're my people. So, 10% off your tickets. Please come and pay us a visit and uh, let's have a, let's ring in 2022 because Lord knows the last two years have kind of been crappy and I would like for a good year. We're going to have a good that year. sounds great. We're getting those VIP tickets. Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's all you cared about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he's like, how much can I mooch off of Michael for having him on the episode? <laughs> we need some more beer. Oh, like, a, like two free tickets, please. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I think, you know, we have we have a limited time on this podcast. I think we're going to have to go ahead and slide into the band-burning questions, finger-burning questions. We probably have to decide on that, really. Why did we go? Okay, so I was listening to your episode okay. with uh, V and Darius from, uh -huh. the, um, from The Crawl. Yeah, yeah. Also, great episode. One. If you haven't got a chance to listen to it, they are super nice people. Both of them. Um, you know, they didn't mention it in the episode, but when they were talking about we went to a brewery and they were so nice. And the crawl went there. They went to Red Hair it Brewing and Distilling in Marietta, <laughs> Georgia. I was kind of mad that she didn't name drop us, but it's cool. I like V. She's I. It's she's all good. In but my that was book. on the second. That was on the second part of it was of theirs because they, yes. they have been on twice. The twice. ATL Cigar uh, Crawl. No, I twice. apologize. I've only listened to part one, so okay, that's okay. my bad V. Oh, so that was on part one. Maybe they name dropped. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they didn't. Like, Regardless, they should have. It it's was. All good. If you want to smoke a stogie, you can. Have yeah, a we have an outdoor patio. It's yeah. you're Bingo. more than welcome. And now we got spirits too. I mean, whether you know, I've been on the podcast now, very thankfully twice, and I think we've talked about the fact that you can pair good beers with cigars. You can pair absolutely distillates with cigars too. Um, and like I said, I mean, I guess I make a mean mojito. So if you really want to come back. and check it out, go back. Yeah, what was that word you said? Distillates. distillates? Dist Never heard someone say that. A distillate. Yeah. Uh, uh, you like, use that in your terminology, that, which I'm is... Because senior marketing manager. It's a distillate. It's a distillerate. <laughs> no, no. A distillery is where you make a distillate. It's like... It's like what... If you were to take... I'm calling BS. Distillate <laughs> and... Dude, what? Okay. All right. Distillate and liquor <laughs> interchange. They're synonyms. Basically. Jack Daniels doesn't say they're a distillate. That's all. <laughs> because Jack Daniels is a distillery. I know. I'm just saying. Anyway. No, we appreciate. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna kick off. 
I guess I guess I will be asking the first band burning finger burning oh, question. No, no, that all, that all came up because I was going to ask why did you switch from van burning to finger burning? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, well, we switch back and forth. Is it because I, some of us smoke it slower than you guys? That and also, well, really just me. Yeah, Adam smokes. <laughs> but his also, cigars you know, we have some shorter so episodes, and we don't want to tell the people, okay, smoke your cigars in thirty seconds because or thirty minutes because that's not how you. Your average length, like a Toro, if you smoke in 30 minutes, that was way too fast. Yeah. So we don't want to... Finger-burning questions make sense as a cool thing, but we also want to be educational as far as don't... You don't want to overburn. I am on the verge of overburning usually. I smoke very fast, which... You know, it can it, if you Is that where the term chiefing comes from? Are you just cheat like puffing uh, away? No, that's just the weed. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oops. Mom. Scratch, scratch, scratch. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, it's really, it's really like I'm on the verge of it. But if you smoke a cigar too fast, it'll completely ruin the flavor, completely ruin your palate. And it'll overburn and it'll really get a like tarry flavor, yeah. which if people smoke cigars and they do it casually and they do it with their friends and, you know, they're like, oh, 20 minutes bing. And they're like, man, yeah, I, I like cigars, but they taste like dirt. That's why. So know how much time you have and then pick a cigar according to how much time the you, length you know matters you have. in a lot of different scenarios. It's a patient yeah. man's or a lot of different game. scenarios. It's true. It's true. You know, when yeah, I went not on, get that. when I went on my honeymoon. <laughs> My and this is actually uh, well, we'll tee up. Don't worry. When I went on my honeymoon, and I actually think this could be a topic you guys could cover on the podcast because I know you've literally gone as far as gas station cigars, um, cigarillos. Yeah. I, I feel like there's an opportunity to talk about those because my uh, you wife know there is premium cigarillos. Yeah, did you uh, know that? Davidoff carries some, don't they? Do they not? And Padron. They yeah. Um, but you know, my wife went on a little vacation to Mexico. Uh, I was not there, unfortunately, but she brought back some, she knows I like cigars and she was like, oh, honey, I got you these little, the like itty bitty ones. And, and, and it, was, it was really sweet. It was really sweet. And, wife, and she yeah. was like, she was like, I got you these because there was a guy like sitting there rolling them right on the street and I thought they would be cool and all that. And I was like, they are cool. And she, uh, the main process was she goes, I got them for you for when you know it's cold outside and you only want to have one for like 10 minutes and i was like that's, that's actually that's, that's a lot of thought that's I really know. nice of that's your fiance uh, wife dude i'm married now <laughs> this guy doesn't understand <laughs> now i'm just messing maybe with one him. day this guy doesn't understand dude, well i'm gonna go ahead and hit the randomizer wonderful fiance. get this first uh i'm close to the band so band burning question what is the most cigars you have smoked in a day in a day um well, remember, folks, I did say I'm a, a vanilla in the cigar game. Vanilla. I know you're you, vanilla. I know you, you like had, calling people it, but you're know, also vanilla. I know you've had folks on here who've been like, oh, I've smoked like 25 cigars. I'm just kidding. Like, like five. No. Like, what is it? Like, what's your record right now? Eight? Something like that? Eight. Uh, Eight's the most we've heard. Yeah. I don't know for a fact, but I believe I'm somewhere between three and four. Okay. That's a respectable yeah, amount. Yeah, it's pretty nice. And, and guys, it's not a, a contest. It's really a fun question. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I need to go and beat... Everybody on the Dreamer Cigars podcast and go smoke oh, nine no. and ruin whoever my the next guest is. If you don't go home right now and smoke, <laughs> you better nine. smoke nine. Challenge, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're being challenged. Bingo. It's and a lot though. Mine's I mean, seven. Seven. Okay. And it was it was too quick, and it did ruin my palate. I actually didn't smoke a cigar for a whole month after. It's a lot of it. Well, you know the thing I is, I did it in the matter of like 
eight hours. Well, it, it's a, which, it's a lot because yeah, when so you get cigar, to that point, cigar, cigar, when you get cigar. to that point, it's the last football part game of, of, part life, of smoking so. cigars is to like sit back and enjoy, right? And also, it's a patience game, and nobody wants to get tobacco sickness. But in my opinion, unless you're like a super seasoned cigar smoker. <laughs> Smoking that many at one point, oh, in no. time, you're not inevitably some, you're inevitably something's gonna happen. Yeah, not and you're not gonna it. feel great. Not yeah. worth it. Oh, Smoke show. it oh, for the enjoyment of the cigar, not for some record or anything. It's 100. percent It's just a fun question, which because we've all had something. Oh yeah, some no, time where we've been I'm like, making funny. That was way bit. too many. It's a great <laughs> question. I enjoy yes, the question. It is. Yeah. All, all right, right. Ambo. What's the next one? Next finger burning question. Who was your hero or your idol growing up, and why? Oh wow. Dang. Puts the cigar down. One person. Question. I think we had a guest that said like three different people. As it Violan, I yes, think. Someone said three, like three different people. One well, person. I don't know. I don't want it's a bit of a cliche answer, but it's because I feel like if you ask people this, a lot of people probably say they're dead. Love no, no. no like, that, that's my know. favorite answer. But from I from don't know, dude. like how could it how could it not be? Yeah. You know, like when you're growing up, you're at such a like that those years like it's a very moldable age. So, yeah, probably my dad. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anybody. Oh, okay, this is actually, okay, this is an answer that I guarantee will either never be said on this podcast or is, like, so random that you're going to be like, okay. So, when I was a little kid, and I think the after watching or listening, however you're consuming this content, you could probably see that. I, (laughs) that was funny. That was funny, the little, the eating. Yeah. I had a dream of being a late night TV show talk host. I can see it. Okay, Jimmy Fallon. And yes. which one is it? So my Fallon, I love Fallon. Love. For the record, Fallon. I love Fallon. <clears throat> yes. But the, you know, at what age when I was consi- like uh, like learning what that was, it was David Letterman. Love that. And oh so yeah. Yeah. I, well, while dad's number one, like, okay, Dave, if you smoke cigars, I don't know if you do or not. Um I am here and I am ready because <laughs> I just want to sit down and talk to you, man. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm here. You can come Reach on the podcast out. and be the fourth guest yeah. for the, the He could be triple. the ho, 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 ho host. <laughs> Listen, he's the senior marketing many, manager. Man. You got to reach out to him, Dave. But yeah, I mean, it was just cool. Like he, he talks to cool people. He's funny. Yeah. And, I can and, see and that. that's that. Yeah. I like really looked up to him in that regard. So I'm not sure if you answered this question on the last podcast, but here we go. The last band burning, because my band is about to burn. Question If you were a cigar, what type of cigar would you be and what would you be called? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is where the, um, this is where the creativity comes in. No, no, no. This is where the not aficionado. Okay, but, type but not, type being like I'm not dark, super, light. You can no, go that I know, around. But I'm not super Long, good with, short. I was going to say, when it comes to like sizing of cigars, that is still one thing where I'm like a little bit. Right. Like, you can say uh, short. I, would, I do know. Say, it will be short. Oh, uh, John. John least, had to interject. But at least I could smoke a cigar, John. Ooh, um, we're cutting anyways, out his audio, even anyways, though he I controls say, the audio. Okay, I know it's going to be a Connecticut rolled cigar. Lighter, okay. Yeah. Um, lighter end. Because I, I brought that up earlier. I just, yeah, I like, like this I like, uh, this is, you know. And don't get me wrong, I'll have like a darker one from here and now and then. But I, this is just something I gravitate towards. Absolutely. Um, and there are two brands right now that I'm really into. One of them I'm going to give credit to 
Mr. Dreamer to my left because I would not have discovered them if it wasn't for Adam. That's me. But I did not know how much I could love a Davidoff. Davidoff is You know, I said two. There are, there are three. So and I actually think the sure. third might the third might be, if I remember correctly, one that you're really into, Logan. I'm not positive. Aren't you like a Perdomo guy? Do you like Perdomo? I love Perdomo. Yeah, okay. Yep. So, okay, yes. this is actually funny. The three brands I like the most are Perdomo, David, and this is not in any, well, mm, we're going to say not in any particular order. <laughs> He's, like, oh, think He's really this. thinking about it. Perdomo, awesome. Davidov, and Oliva. Those are my three go Okay. Very okay? good. Very good. Uh, I don't know what the name is, but the Oliva white label, the like, like I said, the lighter colored cigar. It's the Oliva O, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. that one. O series. That was yeah. like my introductory cigar. That one. is one that I've kept in We've the repertoire. We've had that on the podcast. It's yeah. one I've kept in the in the inventory because I just think it's super good. Letting it age a yeah. little bit. Like yeah. Like um, and Perdomo, just like a really respectable brand. Like when I saw that they came on your all's podcast, my jaw hit the floor. I was so excited for you guys. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Super, super Appreciate cool. That. Absolutely. That and was then, an awesome episode. And then Davidov is just like a newfound, almost for lack of a better term, luxury taste that I've now discovered at 100%. Of that quality. Yep. So every single one. So something be- somewhere in that realm. It's going to be a shorter smoke. So both because uh, Connecticut, a little shorter. Yeah, a little shorter. What's the name? It's going to be That's called. That's the hardest part. Got to be creative. No, I don't think I have to think too hard. Um, so I did trim the beard last night, but it, uh, and, and the top of my head is not as dark or is darker than, and then the rest of my hair, but uh, I'm a redhead. And so that bad boy would be called the human torch. That's a good one. That's a good one. Actually, I like that. That That, was good. That's a good one. That was pretty good. Like it's it's interesting. You know, obviously the Human Torch. Good good job on that that answer. Uh, It's uh, I couldn't have seen that coming. But (laughs) but really, the Davidoff, the Perdomo, you know, the Olivas. You know, it it really is a testament to those brands and also the complexities that you can see within those brands. Mm -hmm. Usually, with Oliva, you don't see the Series O as something that is. You know, talked about. You see the Series V Melania. That's that's basically the staple of Oliva. So it's really cool to see a different palette, a different you know thought behind the whole um, Oliva brand. Mm-hmm. You know where they do have a complexity of cigars, and so does Davidoff. Like you may not like a heavy Davidoff, but you may like a lighter Davidoff. Mm-hmm. And same with you know the Perdomo brand. Um, and and that's really a testament to those brands and all of that situation. So yeah, um, I, I think it. You know, I think that's all the time we I got. I think that's AG. all the time we got, but it has been awesome, guys. This rum is fantastic. There's um, what, 50, 50, 49. At the time 49. of this recording, there's, there's approximately left. 49 bottles left. All right, 49, 49 bottles left. left. Head over to Marietta Red Hair Brewing to get your bottle of. Can of they rum. buy them online? Unfortunately, it's, okay. You okay. gotta come in. It's back. exclusive. Okay. You gotta it's, be around the area. So, super limited. You know what we like to say, just like we do at Cutters. You know, if you're within the you know two to ten thousand mile range, it's worth the trip. Yes, I think the exact yes. phrase that Adam said on the cigar crawl was that. <laughs> If you're within like a five to fifty hour plane ride, <laughs> it's, it's worth, worth it. it. It's worth it's it. It's worth it. So it is exactly true. And guys, it has been an absolute awesome episode. We've had the you know second episode with Michael on. We appreciate you coming on so much. Guys, thank you so much for watching, listening, however you're consuming, eating up this content. We will be here every single week for you. 
the Dreamer Cigars podcast. Thank you so much for listening, watching. Remember to subscribe on YouTube, follow on Instagram, Twitter. We're all over the place. Michael, as a last thing, where can people find you? All right. So you can find us at, at Red Hair Brewing on Instagram. Uh, I believe it's the same on Facebook and Twitter now that I'm saying all those aloud. Also, um, check out our location, Red Hair Still on the Square. Uh, that's the social handles for that location. Again, reminder, you are more than welcome to join us on New Year's Eve. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, happy holidays. Dreamer. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, thank you for supporting both. I mean, I, well, I guess we can call this. Thank you for supporting small business. These guys 100%. are, you know, there you go. Um, whether, whether you're a cigar content person, a beer content person, liquor content, we're very happy to have you guys in our realm yep. and in our corner. And uh, if I may raise a glass... To the uh, to the dreamers, so the dreamers here dreamers and out there. Yeah, the dreamers. Appreciate here. you guys. Such a great episode. Thank Michael. you, Michael. Appreciate you. Let's clap it out, boys. Hi, dreamers. This is Nicholas Perdomo with Perdomo Cigars. Dreamers, Dreamers Cigars podcast. You have to watch it. It's really great for us to be on the Dreamers Cigar podcast. And these two guys uh, are just phenomenal at what they do. It's always great to talk about cigars, talk about tobacco, and just the lifestyle uh, that we have in this industry. Adam and Eve are uh, above the, the, the cut when it comes to introducing new people to, to cigars. Nicholas Perdomo and myself, Obi-Wan Perdomo, Chris Harper, love being on here. This is, this is the future, this is great. This is the kind of thing that we want to see, see and you guys are interested in, you guys love. Dreamer Cigar Podcast is people who don't, you know, spend their time on podcasts to t- kind of try cigars in a new way and, and uh, you know, be part of the community uh, to a greater degree and learn about how the cigar works. So for us ATL Cigar Co., it's really fantastic to be a part of this and, and, and see where these guys go. Uh, and make sure that you guys follow Dreamer Cigars Podcast. Thank you and have a wonderful day.